Hello and welcome to another edition of Flashpoint. I'm your host, Ryan Mills. Today we're continuing our series discussing midstream infrastructure, focusing on storage terminals. Joining me to discuss just that is Peter Lidiak, Vice President of Government Affairs at the International Liquid Terminals Association. Peter, thanks for coming on. Oh, it's my pleasure, Ryan. Peter, AFPM recently released a report on the fuel and petrochemical supply chains. When we talk of infrastructure, people think highways, waterways, etc., but rarely storage tanks. How much storage tank infrastructure is there in the U.S., and what role does it play? Well, there, there are thousands of uh, tor- liquid storage terminals, and uh, you know, for petroleum commodities alone, uh, the, the number is right around 4,400. Um, they store everything from crude oil to refined petroleum products, to chemicals, to alcohols, fertilizers, animal fats, vegetable oils, and molasses. So you can see a, a great diversity in the products that are stored. Um, there is about uh, 1.7 billion barrels of petroleum storage available in this country right now. And current utilization uh, hovers in around 86% or so for, for things like crude oil and for gasoline. So in our report, we highlight storage terminals in the Northeast United States, but that is just one example. Where are storage tanks typically located, and do we have enough storage to meet demand? Yeah, storage is, the storage terminals are all over the place, and frankly, uh, you know, there's basically two places in the supply chain where terminals operate. Uh, you have production in, uh, in fields uh, for both uh, uh, precursors to chemicals and for precursors to fuels that goes to a terminal that will then store those raw products, and that's where crude oil would go, and that's where some of the products that uh, chemical manufacturers use will go. And then they go from those terminals to either a refinery or, or a chemical manufacturing plant, be made into a product, and then usually they're moved then out to storage terminals again for distribution in local areas. So those those distribution terminals are anywhere where uh, where the uh, wholesale or retail markets are. So uh, so they're really all over the country. For all energy infrastructure, there are regulatory requirements and permits required to build. What do you see as the key regulatory and policy issues for storage terminals? Well, for our, uh, for our uh, members, many of our terminals operate in the marine environment. They have marine uh, transportation from barges and from tankers that, that come into them. And our U.S. ports are aging, and they are in need of some attention to ensure that the facilities are, are uh, able to receive the uh, vessels that are coming into them. That includes uh, keeping the channel depth and the channel width adequate to handle some of the larger ships that come into them. And so we look to uh, legislation like the Water Water Resources Development Act to to provide funding, uh, and Congress is working on a new version of WERDA right now. And then Congress also has to authorize uh, full funding for those uh, port maintenance activities. It's it's there uh, where it's incumbent on Congress to really uh, to really uh, get the funds into the hands of the agencies like the Army Corps of Engineers to make sure that our port, ports are in good shape. 
So the AFPM Fuel and Petrochemical Supply Chains Report highlights the nexus between different transportation infrastructure. Can you discuss the storage terminals play in the integrated fuel and petrochemical supply chains? Sure. Um, the terminals fit into the entire length of the supply chain. I, I kind of referred to that earlier. Uh, production uh, goes to storage, and then uh, those production uh, uh, products go to manufacturing, they go back to storage, and then from storage out to the wholesale and retail level. So terminals are hubs for all modes of bulk liquid transportation. That includes pipelines, rail, truck, and marine transportation. Well, Peter, thanks so much for joining me today and, and explaining some of this. It's been really impor- informative. You're very welcome. Glad to do so, and uh, I look forward to uh, hearing some of your uh, podcasts as you go forward. Thanks.